Hello and welcome to my podcast. My name is Jenny and I'm an empowerment coach for people who want to overcome obstacles and lead a more fulfilling life. The purpose of me doing this podcast is to share my experiences along with real life lessons learned which in turn will help you grow and leave you feeling empowered, inspired, excited and confident in yourself and where you're going in life. Every week there will be a new episode on topics like overcoming fear, anxiety, limiting beliefs as well as increasing your self-confidence and self-worth among many others that will leave you feeling fired up and ready to take on the world. I'm excited to have you here and enjoy this episode. Perfect. I'm so excited for today's episode. I I'm with somebody today who I have been waiting to ask to do this collaboration for absolutely ages and for reasons that we're going to go into today I finally decided just to go for it and she said yes I'm so excited for today's episode before I carry on rambling I just want to welcome Becky to this episode thank you so much for being here today no thank you for having me I can't wait can't wait for this chat Excited. So um, before we really get into the crux of what we're going to cover today, because I know that everyone's eager to hear what we're going to talk about, would you just be able to give us a little intro into you and what it is that you do? Yeah, sure. So my name is Becky and I am the female confidence coach. So I help female entrepreneurs really unleash that unstoppable confidence so they can show up online, they can really start to build their empire and they can absolutely earn their worth. That's what I'm here to do. (laughs) Love it so much. And I just thought as well, I will pop a link to your podcast below because I know especially when I'm on my morning walks. I know that it gets me motivated for the day. So I'll put that in the link in the notes below. Um, oh, thank you. I, I love your journey and I know I feel like the world needs to hear it. So would you just be able to kind of give, um, give like an intro into or your, your background as to how you started doing what you're, what you're doing now? Yeah, sure. I think it actually starts. So I wanted to be a performer my whole life. So I started dancing when I was three years old and then did dance competitions and shows and festivals and the whole works pretty much every weekend for my whole, you know, until I went to uni. Um, And that's all I wanted to do. So I was very, very laser focused, very determined that that's what I wanted to do. So I did it as um, a BTEC, which is kind of equivalent to A-levels. I did it as a degree. I went to stage school. And then it was almost like um, when I graduated, you stay in this bubble. And I see this bubble in entrepreneurship as well, to be honest, but you kind of, you're in this bubble. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh my God, I now have to make this happen. Mm -hmm. And you've been in this bubble for so long that, you know, there's people when you're, you're learning all the time and people are teaching you and you've got people from the West end coming in. And then all of a sudden you go from that to, to literally like, wow, like I now have to go to five or six auditions a week and have to be told no ever, every one of them, and then be able to deal with it. And I did this, you know, for quite a long time, actually. And 
I, I graduated in 2013 and pretty much stuck it out for about four years. <laughs> um, and that was purely because, and the reason why I walked away from the performing arts industry wasn't because I lost the love of it, wasn't because I'd had enough, but it was because it was affecting my mental health so much. And I got to a point where I was working in a call center to try and you know earn rent in London, which was ridiculous at that mm. point, probably is more now. <laughs> um, and it was almost a little bit like what what do I want more do I want to be and keep doing this and don't know whether I get on the west end or not or do I go home and be happier basically um so I ended up going home and I ended up teaching which was one thing that I said I would never do and so it was a bit of a (laughs) it was a bit of a not, not a failure to me, but I do see that as one of my biggest lessons was the moment that I walked away from the performing arts industry. And I think because of my journey into coaching and the reason why I'm telling you all of this, because it ties into that. So when I started, you know, really looking into my mental health, I did a lot of reading the secret and you know all of those things law of attraction I remember standing in London on the platform like trying to bring in the law of attraction so the tube our tube what came in quicker like it's been a big part of my life for a long time and um so I started blogging and I was like you know what I've learned so much and I really want to to teach other people what I've learned and I started blogging and there was like little bits here and there. And, you know, one of my favorite things um, is to kind of pick your color and then you see a color and it associates with happiness, which is why I've got yellow all around me. Um, But yeah, so I started to just blog and so many people were commenting being like, oh my God, Beck, this has really helped me this week. Or I've done, I read your blog and I've done this this week and I feel amazing. And I was like, oh, wow, like, this is cool. And yeah, it was really nice, actually. And and, and to be honest, I did it more, not in a selfish way, but I did it more for me to kind of really relive, there's the mirror, really relive what I went through as well. And so I was like, you know what, If if I empower one person today, I've done what I set out to do. And during this time, um, me and my boyfriend decided to move to the other side of the world, um, <laughs> as you do. Um, and we talked about it quite a bit, you know, when we first got together and actually we got to a point where, you know, I definitely was like, what the hell do I want to do when I grow up? And it was, it was one of those cases where, yes, I've got so many friends and family back home, but it was, it, I didn't really have, I wasn't held to anything. I didn't have a house, didn't really have a job at that time. I did, but not something that I wanted to do for the future so off we went to Australia and pretty much that's where my life started I know that sounds really cliche but um yeah it is really where I started to well I found coaching as soon as I got here because of the blog um you know created a business and now going through the visa process and it's just a bit of a whirlwind actually but it's really nice to reflect back to see where that journey has taken me and I think I always used to look back at performing and be like, Christ, why did I waste so much time doing that? But actually everything that I did during that time has led me to where I am now. So it's, you know, I look back with fond memories now. I love that so much. And I remember the first time you shared your story, what if the first time I heard it, which was in your Facebook community, which we're going to cover in a second, 
And I literally just got goosebumps. And I feel like, you know, sometimes you hear people's stories and every time you hear it, you could hear it a million times, but every time you hear it, you get the same feeling or you just, you something resonates with you that you didn't pick up on before. And I just feel like your story is just one of them that it obviously had a different, like a change in direction that maybe you weren't expecting, but you did it anyway. And yeah. I just, I just feel like a lot of the time we talk about failure isn't it's such a bad thing, but actually a lot of the things I wouldn't even put down as failure because nothing's just not worked out. Like it was a decision and it was the right decision for you. And I feel like that's, that's definitely one of the things that really impacted my confidence when I look, when I would look back and just think, well, I'm not going to try this today because I tried it in a similar way before and it didn't work out or it didn't work out for somebody down the street or it didn't work out, you know, for my friend or something. And I just feel like when I talk about failure in inverted commas now, I feel like it's just a opportunity to make a change, to do something different and to really just find your path and and sometimes we don't have it all figured out like you know my story especially recently where things have just changed and I just feel like do you know what it's okay to not have things worked out it's okay to try things and they don't end up the way that you wanted them to like we're on this path and I feel like your journey just I feel like it's really really inspiring and I feel like everyone should just, you know, go to Australia because it sounds amazing. <laughs> <laughs> just, just pack up and move to Australia. No, and I think that was the thing for us is it was one of, and I live by this quote of feel the fear and do it anyway. And yeah. many people hear me say it a lot of the time. It's on my yeah. wall. Um, but actually that was probably one of, and I've always been pretty fearless and always had a lot of determination. So I think it kind of goes hand in hand, but actually that moment that we were driving to the airport, like it still gives me goosebumps when I think about it now. And it was like, we had, we'd booked an Airbnb for two weeks. I had 1000 pounds and one suitcase. And for me, you know, like I've, I've still got like cupboards full of clothes at home. Like that's how much, how many clothes, like it was a big deal. Um, but you know, for me, that was like, oh my God, like I did that. And if I can move and this, it doesn't have to be this, grand you know I'm gonna say it but like if I can move to the other side of the world and make a, a go of it then I pretty much can do anything and I think when we when we start to really see what we are capable of mm-hmm. and we start to actually more importantly allow ourselves to see what we're capable of I think that's where the magic happens and like I said you don't have to move to the other side of the world <laughs> to find that out <laughs> um, but it really was the biggest step out of my comfort zone that I've ever experienced I love that and I guess like if you think about your journey as far as your confidence journey what would you say stands out for you the most in the sense of I guess things that you may not have known about yourself before you kind of made all these changes um or would you say that you've kind of you've always been a confident person just I would I'd be intrigued to kind of hear about the the things that have kind of come up for you in your confidence journey that you might have thought oh wow like I was capable of doing that whereas before I might not have thought that you were capable if that makes sense yeah no that's such a good question 
You know, for me, I think the biggest thing was, is that I have always been a confident, extroverted, like would do a dance, do a show anywhere to anyone. Like I was very that person growing up as a child and was still that person, um, you know, as an adult, but actually it was in a completely different way because as an act, as an actress and in musicals, as any dance that I was doing, um, I was playing the part of someone else. So I actually wasn't playing me at all. And, you know, I knew the words that I had to say. I knew what line I was singing. I knew what costume that that particular actor, you know, particular character wore. So when I stepped on stage, I wasn't Rebecca Hayden. I was Joe Bloggs from, you know, down the road. And it was, I was stepping into a character. And I think actually when I started my business was the first time that I was actually like, now I can, now I, and me like it was a really weird transition and I think it was you know a lot of a lot of limiting beliefs showed showed like showed up for me is that the right word um and I really had to do work on the judgment piece like I I just was very concerned about what people thought of me um I used to I mean I've been a serial people pleaser most of my life so that was a big thing for my confidence um was to be like right because I went through a time actually where I was like, right, what do people want me, want to hear me saying rather than, you know, what do I want to say to empower people? And I was very, yes, you have to be that in the coaching world, but you are, you are also driving from your story and your own empowerment. So for me, I think the biggest confidence, um, shift I felt was that I actually went from like playing a part to being me and that was very strange because I think almost at the beginning I almost did play a character in my business like I was playing Becky but not as Becky and I think the moment that I said you know what like I can just be me like I don't have to play this part or I don't have to be you know anyone who I was trying to be at that time and I think the moment that I started to do that um was the moment that I just felt so aligned with who I wanted to be my whole life and I think that was just such a weird I think if I'd never gone through that I'd never realize how much I was hiding away from my own self being a performer that's big like yeah (laughs) but literally just gave me goosebumps that's yeah I'm actually quite speechless for a second that's like it's amazing isn't it and I it takes me back actually to when you did um a live in your Facebook community where you were talking about you know being yourself and being confident in yourself and I remember one of the reasons I was on my walk with Carter as I normally am and um typing away on my phone you know, putting comments in the live and everything. And I remember I had this vision and this realization that one of the things I really wanted to do was to be a successful YouTuber. And through having having Carter eight months ago, that went on hold for different reasons. And I remember walking, listening to the live and you talking about what you've just spoke about. And I remember thinking all the videos I've done I am playing, being somebody else. I'm acting like somebody else. Like for me, I would say, I I definitely think my confidence has grown. I wouldn't say I was where or the way that I would want to be, but I know it's a journey as well. But then when I look back, 
I'd be this person that was like, oh, hello, thank you for coming, blah, blah, blah. And then when I did my video, I was like, oh my God, I'm so excited. And then I was thinking, why are you doing that? It's just not me. And it just felt so icky for such a long time. And I just feel like it's so important just to really kind of stand in your own truth and power and just don't be anybody else. Because from my experience, if you try and be somebody else, then you're not going to feel empowered and motivated by your journey. You're not going to wake up at like, you know, four or five o'clock and think, oh my God, I'm so excited to do this. You're just going to feel like you're just being pushed along, like pulled along. And I just feel like that's such a massive, powerful shift. So yeah, thank you for sharing yeah. that. No, it's good. And it's actually nice for me to reflect, actually. And I think when we are aligned, and I know this has happened to you recently as well, you know, when you feel so goddamn aligned with what you're doing. And, you know, even when I started the coaching business, I did a lot of coaching for weight loss. You know, I'm, I do hypnosis. So there was a lot of people coming to me for weight loss hypnosis. And I was like, okay, maybe this is my niche. Um, and I ran for it for a little bit. And I remember waking up being like, I cannot write another piece of content or talk about weight loss anymore and like that moment that I decided to shift was the moment that I really I hate using these words but my business took off but that's it would that's how it felt you know it really yeah. felt that I was like okay wow like that definitely didn't work and I think it's really good for us to go through these niches and you know mm -hmm. find our feet with that because as soon as you align to something and actually want to be talking about it 24 seven, that's where the confidence comes in. If you feel icky talking about it, then your confidence is going to be knocked or it's going to be pushed over because you don't actually believe what you're connecting with. So yeah, it's sure. so true. For sure. It's so funny as well. So um, my fiance, Mark, he now knows most of the coaches that I work with and the ones that I follow because I literally talk about it all the time. It's so funny. So it's so true. <laughs> like before it would be, oh yeah, I'm doing this or I'm doing that or I need to. No, it wasn't, I want to film this video. I have to, or I should, that kind of thing. And that's when I felt like the fall. But yeah. especially like since, I don't want to exaggerate, but I feel like my journey recently has, I have been through or going through a transformational time and I just can't explain it because I'll probably end up crying because it's so powerful and quite cheesy in a way. But then I've even been talking about it more at home. And he's just like, okay, I feel like I know your entire business. I might as well be a coach. <laughs> yeah. <It's laughs> Try so not. <laughs> so I've mentioned your Facebook group a little bit here. And I feel like the reason that I really wanted to kind of bring it in the conversation today is because it's had a massive impact on me in so many different ways. And I really feel like the the content you put out there like you're constantly in there you're constantly doing lives and writing posts and things like that but sometimes I feel like it's the moments where something just happens when you're talking and you're like oh my god like that is the thing that I've been waiting for and also I feel like the community that you've built has been built in such a way that you never feel embarrassed about saying something. You never feel someone's going to be like, oh, really? You think that? Or why do you think that? Or don't be silly. And when, bearing in mind, a lot of the things we talk about is to do with confidence, to be able to go into a Facebook group where you don't really know anybody 
and talk about issues you know I did recently issues that have been going since my childhood like that's such a massive powerful thing and I just think first of all I think you just created such an amazing safe protective space and um yeah I, so I just wanted to first of all say that and also just for anyone listening I will put the link to the group in the comments if that's okay because I just think it's such a beautiful space and I just feel like when you started your journey you know did you initially set out to create a group or community and the way that it is today do you feel like you set out for it to kind of pan out the way that it has that's such a good question I think actually like I've always wanted um and pretty much the moment that I started my business I wanted to create um I wanted to create a place where people one felt safe to speak out because you know for me one of the biggest things is awareness is the first step of change and actually being able to voice it I think a lot of the time is where people um, struggle with the most because they don't they almost don't have the platform to be able to do that and I think if you're not paying you know high end for a coach or you don't have that sort of support around you there's not many places apart from your journal or your partner or your friend that you can do that so that was kind of the first thing that I set out to do was to create this to create this space and you know whether it it carries on being um a free space or a paid space like that was always what I intended to do I think for me you know lives pretty much are my favorite thing to do and I know that sounds really weird because I know a lot of people don't like alive um but I just get this weird this weird in a very good way like this weird buzz that I'm doing exactly what I want to be doing like it I've got goosebumps right now just talking about doing lives so when I started the lives in that group um I almost started with like, okay, five tips to be confident today or three, my three top things to do this or show up on lives. And it was very, um, very me teaching you guys listening. And I think one of the days it just happened that quite a few people started commenting in and I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. Like people are sharing what they're going through and people were like, oh my God, I'm, I'm going through that too. Or, you know, and you were talking to other people that you've never met. Mm. I you know I've never met. And actually that's, that started. And I was like, wow, this could be something really epic. And that's where I started to bring in the, the almost live coaching sessions where, you know, I, and I find, I found it a real, um, a challenge, but in a good way, like I wanted that challenge to be able to get on a live coach, like 20 people from around the world and everyone to have a breakthrough. Like it, it felt like in, insane to be able to aid that, but then also to have everyone else support that as well. So, you know, people, I know people were, have made friends through the Facebook group and have, you know, comment on each other's things. And, you know, everyone's now friends privately on Facebook or Instagram, so I think for me, when I started the Facebook group, I wanted a hub, like an actual hub where people go and they're like, right, I need this today, or, you know, I'm going through this. So what can I look at on the lives? And then also just be so supported yeah. in it. And not even the support from me, like, obviously I am there to support, but the support from other people too. And it just started to create this epic, you know, this epic 
space and every live I would get on and there'd be more than a hundred comments because everyone was like I'm ready I'm ready <laughs> sort of thing. Um, so yeah like I'm looking forward to um building building that even more um in the next coming like months and the next year or so and really trying to build that up to something that that is well it's already special but you know yeah. even even more special I love it so much. I always make sure that I put reminders in my phone so I don't tell <laughs> on your lives because I know there's always going to be something. And sometimes, actually, a lot of the times when we have these breakthroughs, they just, once you know them, they just seem so obvious. Yeah. They just seem so always obvious. And I just feel like there's so many that I've taken away that I feel like would have to be here all day. But mm-hmm. I just, yeah, I feel like you've definitely created such a special place and you just, yeah just to kind of go somewhere where you can kind of share some real sensitive in-depth things and not be judged and know that it won't go anywhere else and know that you'll get support that you actually need um I think is really powerful so yeah Mm -hmm. so thank you for creating this amazing space I I love it got a live tonight I can't wait (laughs) (laughs) so the next thing that I wanted to talk about, and I know um, it comes up a lot, is the two words confidence queen. Yeah. <laughs> and I just feel like it just, it means so much to me. And sometimes when I'm pushing myself out of my comfort zone, I'm like, okay, what would the confidence version, the confidence queen version of me do? And so I've basically just brought this entire thing into my life. Um, but to you, what would you say a confidence queen embodies or means or how does how does that re- resonate with you? Yeah, I think for me, like, I think for me, it's to remove the, not em- remove the emotion, but if I think of a queen, like I think of her standing in front of millions, billions of people, you know, addressing the nation and really standing in her power and her belief. And that's what I see when I see this confidence queen, like I see Beyonce, I see, you know, those, (laughs) those sort of people. And actually, um, and actually when I, you know, I have a course called the confidence queen and actually naming that was, was something really special to me because a queen knows I think what one of the quotes that I used was, um, you know, building your empire with the rocks that you're thrown at you, you know, that sort of it's, yeah, it's like that sort of like, I've got this and I am rock solid from the inside out. And that's something that I really, really, really try and bring to people, whether that's, you know, on my lives or whether that's, you know, my clients coming in is that actually for us to stand there in our confident self, we have to be or know what's going on inside. And we have to be, we don't have to necessarily be solid with that because there's always going to be some sort of work, you know, that we have to do. That's Mm. fine. You know, mindset is a journey, but actually looking at self-worth, looking at your self-love, looking at the self-belief, looking at your self-respect and self-determination and all these selves and making that solid foundation, you know, almost like as solid as the crown that you wear on your head. It's that sort of thing that I think is so important when we are doing anything to do with confidence, because we then start, I always liken it to a house, you know, a house has to have that concrete foundation. If it doesn't have concrete foundation, that house is not going to stay. It's not going to weather the storms. Mm. And actually there's always going to be storms. So if we can build 
build, go back down to foundations and build from the concrete blocks, which looks like knowing that you're good enough and knowing your worth, knowing that you believe that you're going to create whatever you're trying to create and then building the house from there. You know, then you add the YouTube channel, then you add the podcast, then you add the, you know, showing up on Instagram stories and actually add the little bricks on top. Actually, when the storms do weather or you get, you know, an, a, a message through Instagram that says that they don't like something that you've put out or, you know, anything like that sort of mm. thing. You're like, you know what? Actually, that's okay because that's my view of the world and that's your view of the world and that is how it is. And I think that really, for me, sums up being a confidence queen. I, um, I love yeah, that. I think so. I love that. Amazing. So you mentioned the confidence queen course, which leads me quite nicely onto, I know that, so many people listening will be like, I need to know this lady. I need to know how to find her. And I need to connect and work with her because I know that's the impact that you had on me. So how would you, where is the best place, first of all, for the listeners to come and find you? And also, if they feel like they want to work with you, which they obviously will because they know that you're amazing. How is the best way to do that? Yeah, so I hang out on Instagram all day, every day. Um, <laughs> for those who love watching stories, I am your girl. Like, I am oh, there. Um, <laughs> yeah, it. on a reel. Loving a reel at the moment. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I would start with Instagram and see how you feel about me. I, um, I'm very very empowering and I love that you know I empower I love to empower others and that's pretty much why I did this job and so yeah come come over on Instagram I'm underscore Rebecca Hayden underscore because they, they wouldn't let me have just Rebecca Hayden so <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah from there see how see how you feel you know hop on a few lives like we like we've said on the the female confidence club is where we is where we hang out and are supported and have that beautiful community and then I have a couple of things that you can work with me whether that's one-to-one six weeks 12 weeks and even if you just wanted a little bit of a taster I do like a 90-minute confidence accelerator where we dive juicily into a limiting belief and then propel you forward so yeah come come over and visit I would love to love to hear that you've heard it through this podcast and then came over from there yeah I love that so much I feel like I have to put a little warning out once people do follow you and consume your content you're basically like that's it forever <laughs> that's why I'm at I literally have planned so much like in investments and time and things like that where I just know the moment that I watched your first live I knew that basically you're stuck with me like you know the long haul <laughs> I, love I love it I'm, I'm glad I'm glad <laughs> um that's it that I really had to kind of cover I feel like we covered so much more than I I was expecting which I think was amazing um I just want to say thank you so much for coming on today this has been super empowering and I actually feel like as I was listening to you and just talking to you I felt like I kind of forgot that I was recording this podcast (laughs) for people to listen to as an episode I just feel like every time you speak I just feel so engrossed in what you're saying And I feel like also you might have noticed I'm constantly looking around. It's because I hear things and I don't know why I do this, but I end up looking like that, looking around. I don't know if you can actually see me because they're listening, but I look around (laughs) the room and it's because I'm like, 
just imagining things. I'm such a visual person. I always get told in school, you've got a wild imagination, you're away with the fairies. Well, I never imagined that I would come up with this vision that I'm at today. And that's kind of where you take me, you kind of take me to this place where I'm like, yeah, that's so cool. Mm. But yeah, thank you so much for coming on today. I will put all the links. Thank you. I will put all the links in the notes below so everyone can follow you and just let us know how you get on. And yeah, thank you so much. And then that's the end of today's episode.